welcome to an Apple update. This is your host Apple here. Hope you all are doing well. This is going to be the last episode of this year, of 2022. So I thank you for being on this journey with me so far, whole 25 episodes in. Uh, we're going to be starting up next year um, pretty early, um, but stay tuned for that information because I'll be giving a little uh, snippet of what to expect in next year's season all right so without further ado i'm going to go ahead and get started with our five minute meditation the topic for this last affirmation for this year is love yourself i love myself enough to protect my boundaries I'm creating the life I want to live. I am my own priority. I'm setting new standards for how I want to treat myself. I choose to be kind to myself and love myself unconditionally. I am not made of the opinions of others. I have always been worthy of love, no matter the struggle. In this very moment, I am enough. I am proud of how hard I am trying. I drop my anxiety and replace it with confidence in being my authentic self. I am a great person and deserve whatever good things come my way. I give myself permission to leave the older versions of me in the past. The more I love myself, the less I need to rely on others. I am loved, worthy, and enough. I value myself more than I value being in a relationship. I surround myself with people who validate my feelings and make me feel safe. I give myself the time I need to feel like myself again. In tough moments, I take the time to feel and then I take the time to heal. I promise to treat myself with compassion and grace. I am worthy without conditions. I am living my best life because I deserve it. I love myself instead of relying on love from others. I can only give happiness to others once I have found happiness within myself. 
I release my insecurities and grow more comfortable in my own skin. I deserve a partner that respects me. I appreciate and respect myself. I possess the power to become the person I want to be. I free myself from having to do from having to live up to the expectations of anyone else. I owe it to myself to live a happy life. I show others how to love me by loving myself. I love myself unconditionally right now. I deserve to be my own favorite person. I am falling in love with who I am. I was born worthy. I'm thankful for the people who helped me accept myself. I make peace with my imperfections. I am deserving of divine love and partnership. I am learning my own value. I am beautiful, body, mind, and soul. Taking time for myself is necessary and helps grow my inner peace. I am worth being cherished and valued. I refuse to spend time with people that don't add value to my life. And that'll do it for our five minute meditation. Let's go ahead and get into the last episode topic for this year. quick-ish but very straight to the point so this week's episode topic question is self-care means blank and I practice this by blank so this is a very interactive one Um, I kind of broke it up down into like three main things um, physical pains sleep and then mental needs um, so we're going to start off with physical needs. So for me to first answer this question, I would say self-care means that you are taking care of self, that you're making sure that you feel whole and okay and happy at your core. And uh, I basically list it down the ways that I practice this. So the first thing I do is I always try to tend to my physical needs first. Um, they're the ones that I kind of notice first uh, before anything else. So I tend to look out for my physical needs and usually this is shown in like aches and pains, uh, hunger and thirst. Those are like the main four for me. Um, 
aches and pains usually um at least nowadays i get uh headaches and migraines more frequently so i know that i'm on the computer and i'm on like electronics and that i have business and stuff to, to do on them uh but i know when like that occurs and i feel like it starts setting in i know that like hey i know you have stuff to do but you kind of need to take a chill pill um that's too much exposure too much light da, 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 da. you just chill and even if i really have something to do um unfortunately it's just like you kind of have to put a brakes on it like you need to take care of that first because uh for me my migraines can get that bad um they haven't been like the worst ever but i mean i can get very nauseous and um just feel really really sick um if they go like untreated and then it'll lead to being like actually sick um so definitely i take care of that as soon as possible uh first things i do is eat some food drink some water and i get some sleep which is going into the second bullet um for most things most fixes in terms of like when i'm feeling ill um i eat food i drink water and i sleep those are like my main three things that i do and if stuff doesn't happen from there then i'll take uh whatever medication so like probably like an aspirin or an ibuprofen and for the most part it gets rid of everything but i kind of hold off I'm taking medicine until I do like more natural things before I do that. Uh, before I include like medicine in it to like the mix. And if that doesn't work, then you know, you seek a healthcare professional. Um, sleep is my second bullet point because uh, sleep basically fixes most everything that's wrong with me. Uh, <laughs> in terms of like uh, the aches and pains, anything physical needs uh and even sometimes mental needs uh sleep is like a really really good outlet to just kind of like relax and you know just recharge your battery so for both physical and mental needs i do go and i do take naps or i do, do just like go to sleep um to just like solve things um quote unquote solve things um, some things obviously you have to solve them by actually taking part in a solution, creating a solution to present to the problem so that the problem is situated. But in terms of like uh, most things that I encounter, uh, if I just like don't feel well like physically or mentally, it's it's literally just food, water, sleep. You're and I'm good. I'm recharged. I watered myself like a plant. You know. Gave myself some food, and I'm good to go, for the most part. Um, sleep is also really, really important for you to be able to function. And if you don't have uh, a good sleep schedule, uh, it can really dampen how you feel throughout the day. But I would say um, even more than just having, uh, like, quote-unquote regular sleep schedule i think it's more important to have the amount of rest that you need rather than having uh a sleep schedule because if you can get for example right 
if you can get those eight hours that you needed, but they're in like four minute increments, that's better than you just not getting that eight hours altogether, if that makes sense. It is best, obviously, that you stick to like a sleep schedule and get your intended amount of sleep. But for me, if I have to choose one, I'm going to get the hours versus having it as a particular schedule. And I say that simply because of uh, me being in school and stuff. Sometimes you just have to study uh, or I have to do other things. So sticking to a schedule is not always uh, the most ideal in those types of situations. It's better for me to get the sleep that I need. Uh, versus then it just being, you know, to a set schedule because sometimes, you know, I'll be really tired when I get home from like work or something and, you know, hey, maybe I want to get my four hours then or six hours then or whatever it is, right? And then I'll wake up and I'll go and I'll study until like two, three hours before I have to like get up to start getting ready for the day and I'll just sleep for those two hours and then I'll be good. So, like, for me, that type of, like, situation works. I'm still getting my eight hours, but I have it split up differently and I have it situated differently within the day. But I'm still hitting my target goal of the amount of time I want to sleep to be able to function well. Um, and now for the last aspect of this, um, that's tending to physical, uh, not physical, to mental needs. So... When I practice self-care and I tend to my mental needs, um, one of the things I have to remind myself the most is to not overthink too much um, because I'm really guilty of that. And when I overthink, I always think worst case scenario and, you know, that's not never good because, you know, you really put yourself in the position of, well, now you're uh miserable of this because of this imaginary scenario that you had in your head that probably will never come true but you know because you thought about it for so long it it you're looking it's looking like it's gonna be true you know and i try not to do that too too much because um it really does steal your joy when you do that things like that so um i'm conscious of enough and self-aware enough now that that um, when it does happen and I know like there are certain things that like I know like if it goes to the extreme that is when I'll be ex like spiraling and I say extreme but it's like I know what things will make me actually like spiral and it's like me just putting other pieces of stuff together and it's like that's what this is trying to it's me trying to find a solution for things but it's like pulling a bunch of different things together to form that solution and it may or may not be you know a positive uh it may not be what i wanted as a solution or thing right and that's what you know puts you in the, me in the negative mind space so it can also be helpful for me i think i've talked about it before um overthinking i also think of positive scenarios like what all things can i prepare for uh, even if they are negative, so that, you know, whatever negative does come my way, I am prepared for it to some extent, you know, so it can be a positive thing, 
I try not to overthink too much because for me, um, it can go into like spiraling mode where you, you, it's just like negative. Um, and then I just get really sad and I'm like, oh, well, you know, and even when I am in that space, I'm very aware that I've overthunk my way to that point to be sad. Like, it's like, I'm sitting in my sadness and it's just like, you know, you thought about this to get to this point, right? You, it's not me even creating, creating necessary scenarios because I'm operate in reality but it's like the worst case scenario of that reality so it's like oh they meant this by this oh they totally meant this by this and it's realistic what they're saying because i'm using what i've gathered from experience and what people have said to come up with a solution but that might not necessarily be what they intended by what they said so at that point, I go, you know, ask the questions. Uh, hey, what do you mean by this? So I don't, you know, freak out. It's like, oh, I didn't mean that by that. It's like, okay, well, we're good now, you know? It's stuff like that. Um, another thing I really try to do is, uh, well, the other main thing I try to do is I deal with my emotions as they come. And I do that by allowing myself to feel them. But I also place logic within them. So like as I was saying with me overthinking, there is a logic part to it. I am self-aware and conscious of when I am in the emotion of that overthinking kind of thing. Um, so for example, right? Uh, I could say, hey, I feel sad, you know? Or I'll be in the state of sadness. And it's just like, okay why do you feel sad so i answer to myself i feel sad because of xyz so then i ask myself what could i have done to change xyz or stop xyz from occurring right and there's two possible solutions or outcomes for this if there is something that you could have done right if there's something that you could have done to change or stop XYZ from happening or occurring, but you know, that thing has already happened, you can't go into the past. You can't go and change those things, right? But you being able to recognize and identify, right, that there was something within your power that could have changed or could have been stopped in your power then you know for next time a situation like that occurs this is how i should approach this because i have knowledge i have experience from the previous time it happened on how to address the next thing when it happens and i say this is really really important because a lot of times when we think of what we could have done to change or stop something from happening we feel at fault because we didn't do it, right? But how can you have done it when you've done your evaluation of that thing after the fact? It's something that you learned in hindsight, right? So you can't apply things that you learned in hindsight to things that have already occurred in the past. What you can do, though, 
is use what you learned in hindsight, take it, and apply it to other situations, and even the same situation should it occur again. You know how to better navigate that. But you can't beat yourself up for not knowing what to do when you didn't know what to do. Does that make sense, you know? It's very unfa- It's a very unfair uh, thing to put on yourself. To, and it's a really unfair expectation to have on yourself in that way, you know? So I always like to say be consciously, you know, aware that if you're putting that type of judgment on yourself to, you know, dial it back because it's not fair to you and your own judgment for those types of things. But it's always a thing that you can do better the next time around. You have the information. You just have to be willing to make that choice. Even if it's a hard decision, because some decisions in life are hard, even if it's like, oh, I have to do this to make sure that this doesn't go this way. And it may be something that makes you very uncomfortable. But if you really don't want that thing to occur again, then you need to live in an uncomfortable situation. You need to live in that uncomfort to be able to make sure that you get a more favorable situation for yourself or for others or whatever it's for, but you want that favorable situation. So you can't do the same thing, right? Um, It's interesting. I will put that the definition of insanity, right, is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different outcome. You can't do that. If you're not insane, and I'm using dictionary definition of this, if you're not insane by that definition I just said, right, you can't expect to continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. Something has to change. If you're looking at it from a science perspective, right? If you run the same experiment with all the same parameters every single time, you should be able to have the same outcome. Granted, for experimentation purposes, uh, there can be some deviation because, you know, if there's human involvement, right? Let's just say that this is just a complete like computer run experiment so there's no um human error involved for that sake you can't expect the outcome to change if it's a computer or an ai it's going to give you the same outcome every single time if you type two plus two into your calculator every single time it's going to give you four right if you ask somebody 2 plus 2, 100 times, they should always give you 4. Sometimes, you know, if you ask them for, you know, 24 hours straight, they may not be listening the whole 24 hours. They may be get sleepy and not hear your questions and ask you to answer a different number. So, I would like to point out that that aspect of quote-unquote human error, or that mathematical equation, is... The difference between being a human and being a computer or being an AI or bot, right? You being human and being able to make those errors also means 
that you're human and you're able to make those changes. They're not seen as errors in this sense. They're seen as things that you can, you can do to change. Humans are going to feel those emotions. They're going to overthink. They're going to need to feel. They're going to need the reason behind their feelings. Right? So that's up to you to do as a person. You have to be able to understand that. And if you want a different outcome, you have to be willing to make those changes to get to the outcome that you desire. On the flip side of that, right? If there is nothing that you can do, if you see something happen and you evaluate XYZ and there's nothing in your power that you could have done, then don't stress about it. It's not something that you had a control over. And if something that you didn't have control over, why stress about it? It's out of your hands. It was going to occur how it was going to occur, whether you had input or not. Right? So the best um, course of action for me that I do is I, I feel and I move forward. And granted, sometimes I feel like I feel more in situations that I could do nothing, right? Versus uh, if I can do something. If it's something for me, I feel fault within myself, but it's something that I know I can better in the future. If there's nothing I can do, you're just like, well, now I'm just stuck with feelings. And that's completely fine. Feel those feelings, you know? Feel them. And then move forward because the next time that situation occurs or something similar occurs you know you don't have anything within your power to change that situation from occurring but what you do have control over is how you address within yourself those feelings if you're really erratic or uh flamboyant in terms of a reaction from something occurring right and you felt like hey that was you know that reaction didn't really warrant what happened you know didn't really match with what happened it's I felt uh this way and I expressed it way past what I felt in an exaggerated way or I express myself in an exaggerated way in an exaggerated way from the uh, situation that occurred. The situation could be small. So your response is way more than the actual occurrence. You have the power to change how you respond to things. And that is one of the greatest strengths that you have as a human is to address those feelings and how you respond with those feelings right if you're angry at somebody are you you're like hmm you know within yourself and you're just angry for a small time being or are you taking it out on other people for example right if you're sad are you within yourself and you know crying about it and moving on 
or are you you know moping about it for like six weeks for something that literally happened in like two minutes and you still can't get over it kind of thing and you're telling everybody else about how sad you are or you know dumping the feelings onto others you know it can be a whole host of things um so as i said you have the power to change how you feel about a situation and you have the power to address how you will react to the situation and that's all within your strength as a human and your strength as a person so those are really really good reminders to uh to keep especially as we're heading into this new year so um with that we're going to be ending off the episode with three good things so i would actually like to say three good things um that i've learned this year from this podcast um one i've learned how to really think about these topics because these topics are questions that i've found in like uh like journaling apps and on uh like therapy websites and stuff and even if i'm not you know in therapy or going through these things right now i think it is really good to kind of talk about the thought process on how to try and approach these types of things these types of problems that you can have or that may occur before they even happen um because you know life is pretty unpredictable uh you can talk about you know this may be your reaction to this um and it may be completely different when the time rises or time comes and that's okay but i also think that it's really really important that um you become self-aware of what's in your path um and everything of the sort uh two uh this provided me a lot of insight into like healing within myself on things that i haven't forgiven myself for as i addressed in um dear young me and letter forgiveness um those are two episodes where i felt probably like the pinnacle of my healing process and i'm glad i was able to like share that with you um i also think that uh, my episode hopeful uh really describes what beauty i see in the world and like my reasons that i keep going and the reasons that i can find happiness uh within life in general the third thing i would say this podcast has done for me for this year um is giving me something um to be stable with to look forward to doing 
Um, like I record my episodes like the night before they go up. So they go up on Fridays and I record on Thursday nights. Sometimes Thursday nights are not the best to be recording. And sometimes I would prefer to record earlier in the week. Um, the reason why I record on Thursday nights is to try and get as much information in terms of like my week, um, done and, um, prepared, like have a good combination of what to think about, what to talk about, uh, for like for a week, um, by that Thursday. Um, but I really, uh, have been wanting to like try recording on like earlier in the week because I'll have, I, this past semester, I had more time on Mondays and Tuesdays, um, specifically Mondays. Um, and I would feel the most motivated to record on Tuesday, but I'm knowing that like, I really haven't like lived for the week yet. So it's kind of weird to, you know, talk about the week and like, you haven't heard about my week yet, you know? So I think I might try and do like mini updates or something, uh, for the future. Um, or do something, uh, early in the week to talk about or to do, um, as an interaction and then have like my regular episode go up on Friday, but I'm still deciding on what to do with that, but definitely how I've been feeling, uh, with my new spring schedule. We will see how that goes. <laughs> I might, um, I might still be in the, in the good for just keeping it how it is, but, um, but that, that's my, that's my three good things that, um, I've taken away from this podcast this year. Um, I know I've skipped a couple weeks here and there. Um, some of it's like me being really, really tired, um, on those Thursdays because I did have loaded Thursdays last semester. I know I'll have it loaded this semester. Um, hopefully not as much should be um less stressful but um i do know i have a lot more school stuff that i'll be doing this semester um but that being said um i want to thank you all so so much uh for tuning in to this podcast my podcast an apple a day um and thank you for going on this journey with me this year. Uh, it's me. It has really meant the most to be able to grow in this way and share this growth with you guys, and also help you guys grow it as well. Um, I hope that you all consider joining me next year in 2023 um for everything that this podcast will have to offer um with that being said i'd like to wish everyone a happy holidays if they celebrate christmas merry christmas 
happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa for everybody that celebrates. Um, if not, happy holidays and above all, happy new year, everyone. Uh, I will see you in 2023. All right. Thank you guys so, so much. I love you all and bye.